Hello, beautiful soul family. It has been a minute since I have recorded one of these. I apologize for my absence. I was very much leaning into family and time with nature. Um, this has been um, part of my current journey of really leaning into the basics, um, spending time in nature, spending time with family, um, feeling the body with whole foods, getting more rest, um, really leaning into the mind, body, and soul. And that's what I wanted to touch on today, um, is mind, body, and soul and what we can do to find more grounding in our life. Um, I notice a significant difference in my center and how I feel in my universe um, and how I treat my mind, body, and soul. If I am getting four hours of sleep a night, waking up, not having breakfast, not setting an intention for the day, I'm in a rush because I slept in, I'm impatient with my kids because I'm trying to get them off to school and they want to hug or want to show me something. Um, and that start of the day just runs through the rest of it for me. You know, the rest of the day, I feel like I can't get caught up. My energy is low. I'm, you know, drinking a second energy drink or coffee or whatever the case is just to keep up. My body feels run down. And then, um, you know, I, and next thing you know, I haven't meditated. I haven't stretched. I haven't journaled. I haven't recorded a podcast. All the things that bring me a whole lot of joy. Um, I the I get my kids to bed and I'm completely done. I'm completely wiped out. I feel completely outside of connection with source. And for me, that's just not good enough. And Every once in a while, I find myself in these seasons of getting caught up in the busyness that our society has created and, and kind of programmed us to think that we need to be part of. Now, please understand, I have an incredibly busy life. I have three children. They're very young. They're three, five, and seven. So young, um, not even really able to do much for themselves. All on the spectrum. Um, on different levels. So there's an extra complexity to their needs. I have a full-time job and I'm building a business. I also have a marriage that needs nurturing. Our lives are hectic. It's chaotic. It's intense. And yet I can be really grounded and intentional and present or I can get lost in the chaos. And all of that is determined by me. It's all determined by me. Quite frankly, my entire family's vibe is created by me. And I take great honor in that. Um, as a woman, um, a powerful being, um, a goddess, really, if I'm in my goddess sovereign energy, I fully embrace my role in my family, in my place in society, in that power. I take great pride in what I'm able to provide to those around me. When I'm grounded, when I'm centered, when I'm in my practices, I like to call them my habits of sovereignty. 
when I'm in my habits of sovereignty, I could literally tackle anything. There's nothing that I can't handle because it's all about my frame of mind. It's all about, am I in an alpha wave state? Um, am I, am I, is my central nervous system regulated? Because if it's not, things are going to get really crazy really quickly. I'm going to feel like I can't handle it. I, I'm going to feel like I'm failing. Um, so there's a very distinct difference between those two ways of living. And it all revolves around me. And when I take the time to be in my wholeness, and if I'm feeling aligned with source energy, with, with my highest self, I can, I can be in my, in my sovereign habits of sovereignty and still accomplish everything that I could if I was dysregulated. Um, and so I want to break down a little bit what mind, body, soul means to me. And, and for me, mind, you know, I think of scientifically like the brain, right? And some of this is going to be connected to soul, but for the most part, our brains are wired to not only have a negative bias, um, which is scientifically proven that humans have a negative bias <clears throat> towards putting more focus on negativity than positivity. So not only are we combating that, but our brains are already hardwired with trauma from our childhood Um any experiences we've had in life that have created patterns, even, even ancestral stuff that doesn't even belong to us, that, that can, that can have an auto program in the mind that we are quite literally not even aware of. Um, if, you know, I, if, let's just use an example. Um, and this is something I've recently worked through is, um, you know, if I, I grew up in a home, my father was an alcoholic and, <clears throat> he yelled a lot. There's a lot of fighting. There's a lot of yelling and screaming, breaking things. So coming into age 40, when I had my astrological midlife crisis, that was also the year that I grew tremendously. Um, I'm going to be 41 in April. And this has literally been one of the most highest levels of growth I've experienced. So um, please understand that if you hear the word midlife crisis, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. But a lot of my patterns had come to light in this year. And so at, when, at, at age 40 is when I finally discovered that anytime, because of what I grew up around, anytime someone got angry around me, I would dissociate, I would detach because that's what I had to do as a child in order to protect myself. So what this did is it caused a lot of um, hardships in my relationships, um, especially in my marriage, because my husband knows who I am deep in the soul. And he knows that I, what I was doing was dissociating from a situation that didn't actually exist in my current reality. Um, and now today I've done enough work to be able to be around someone who is angry who is having strong feelings, who is in a dysregulated state and not take that on myself, not have to dissociate. I can now hold space and hold capacity for myself and for others at a level that I've never experienced. But, you know, I had to go through an entire lifetime of dissociation with that. Um, 
And, and for me, that was a mind pattern that I didn't know existed. Um, and so we always have stuff like that running in the background, right? We always have subconscious programming going on. Sometimes it's, it's, you know, programming from society, from generational, you know, cultural stuff. Um, my husband grew up in a family where, you know, men were the breadwinners and they didn't show emotions. They didn't cry. They stuffed everything down. Um, and it just breeds, you know, very dysregulated nervous systems. Um, and then a big thing for me is our thoughts, you know, how do we, what do we think about ourselves? You know, what, what are we saying about ourselves and our minds every day? If we're self-criticizing every chance that we get, that is most certainly not how others view us, how God views us, how higher source views us, um, to our highest power. We are, the most perfect. And so for spending the whole day talking down about ourselves or speaking ill about ourselves, um, we're certainly not practicing self-love and acceptance, you know? So that's a really big thing for me. And, and another thing that makes or breaks my day is gratitude. Am I waking up grateful for another day of life, for another day with my kids, for the bed I get to wake up in? Um, quite literally anything. Um, am I grateful for the, the lessons I get to learn today? Am I grateful for the obstacles I get to tackle? Am I grateful for the abundance that comes my way, even on my hardest days, <laughs> knowing that I'm always taken care of. If I'm not practicing gratitude and I'm talking down about myself and I'm allowing old thought patterns to creep back in, my mind is in disease, dis-ease. Um, and right there, I, I'm dysregulated. I'm I'm not grounded. Um, and the body has been a big thing for me lately. Spending a lot more time focusing on health and wellness. I know that's a really broad umbrella term, but truly the way that we, I know, I think a lot of times when we talk about growth and evolution and spiritual journeys and and, and healing um, of, of the spiritual realm, not a lot of people talk about the body. And I think it's incredibly important. I think the way that we treat our bodies is incredibly important to our connection to the higher realms. Um, I think it's incredibly important to our spiritual journeys. And so for me, you know, grounding down in the body is, is, feeding my body nutritious foods, nurturing that, um, meditation, um, you know, and meditation can look like so many different things. Um, I was watching a video the other day that talked about the four poses of traditional meditation are sitting, lying down, walking and standing. And I thought to myself, well, geez, we're doing those things all the time, every day, all day, 24, 24, seven. So why is it that we're so afraid of meditation? Why do we feel the need that we have to be sitting for three hours straight in order to meditate? Because that's, you know, not feasible for most, right? Um, we can quite literally meditate at any given point in time. You know, meditation looks different for everybody. So whatever that looks like for you, getting out in nature, maybe you are not someone who enjoys taking walks in the forest. That's okay. Um, sometimes I just sit out in my backyard and appreciate the trees and the sun, you know, that's nature and movement. 
I think that movement is incredibly important for every human being on this entire planet, but I'll only speak for myself. If I'm not moving my body on a regular basis, um, that is an immediate downfall of my grounding of my center. Um, most days it's 10 to 15 minutes of stretching. I make it to as many yoga classes as I can, but that's not always, you know, I, some, I work, you know, some nights I work some days when I get off of work, I'm too tired. Um, but if I'm not stretching on a regular basis and making it to yoga as often as possible, that is a surefire way of me not staying within my habits of sovereignty, um, and sleep. This is still a big one for me. I still haven't cracked the six hour mark, <laughs> but I do make sure that I at least get six hours. Um, I'd like to make it to seven or eight. Um, but we're not quite there yet. And, and as long as I'm doing all the other things within my realm of habits, I usually can be okay on that. Um, so when we're talking about the body, I think there's a lot of other things that go and go into there that I didn't list. Um, and this is always going to be a personal journey. So whatever that looks like for you, I'm only sharing my experience and what has worked for me. Um, and thirdly about grounding down, um, soul, really tuning into that heart chakra, really tuning into the crown chakra and our connection to our higher power, whether that be God, Buddha, uh, the universe, the stars, your angels, whatever that, whatever the case is for you, really grounding down into that source and, and listening to your intuition, listening to the guidance that's been offered to you. Um, and a lot of the time this comes in meditation, Sometimes for me, it also comes in, you know, when I'm like doing the dishes, which is a form of meditation for me, by the way. Um, <clears throat> I enjoy doing the dishes and just kind of zoning out. Um, when I'm busy doing a task, I tend to not get too in my head. Um, and I usually can find some really great clarity there. Um, tapping into your intuition. Um, I wish I could say that was incredibly easy and that all of us could just do it just like that, but it's, it, it's a practice. It's a skill for sure. Um, but we all have it and we're all able to tap into it. We just have to be willing, you know, alignment. And for me, that means aligning with your truth. Are you, are you living your life in alignment with what feels right for you? Or are you living off of, you know, things you were taught as a child, what your grandmother showed you, um, what society tells you, oh, maybe, you know, I'm not beautiful unless I'm a size two and have flat abs. Absolutely not true. Does that align for you? Or is that just what society has taught women? Um, and taking action on those things, you know, the word action can seem so intimidating sometimes, but quite literally, sometimes it's the tiny little itty bitty actions that we take towards our highest good that can really make a huge difference. Um, and I can give a couple examples, you know, when you're out to eat, what action are you taking? What choice are you making on what you eat? Are you, you know, ordering a plate of fries and, um, you know, an entree of fettuccine Alfredo and then having three scoops of ice cream for dessert. Um, those are actions. 
And what is going to come from that is your body's going to feel terrible. Your digestive system is going to feel awful. What's going to happen at that point? Your digestive system, your gut and your brain are, are connected. So once your body's feeling like crap, your mind's going to feel like crap. And you're more than likely going to think to yourself, man, I shouldn't have eaten those things. I'm such a failure. Or I'm so fat. I'm, I have no willpower. Here comes the guilt and shame. Now we're in a spiral of, you know, self-hate. It's all connected. So maybe the action is quite simply ordering a salad with your meal. Um, this is just one small example. It's just, these are things I think of in throughout my day. Action. How can I show love and compassion in the midst of chaos? When I am on the verge of losing it because my three-year-old has been crying since the moment she woke up. It's been 25 minutes. I have no idea what she needs. Um, she is in a complete red zone. It's what we call it um, in, in the ABA autism world, red zone, anger. When she's in red zone and I have no idea how to help her and I'm literally on the verge of losing it. I can scream at her. I can yell at her. Um, or I can get down on her level and offer her a hug. You know what I mean? This is a, an, an action that can quite literally change the entire trajectory of what happens next. Um, so it, it comes really down to, to the smallest actions that we might think aren't important, but every action that we take has an effect on our mind, body, and soul. Um, and this is something I'm going to be talking about a little bit more in depth. Um, if you are, don't follow me on social media, I am going to be hosting a free teaching called grounded, um, finding your center through mind, body, and soul. And we're going to be touching, um, a little bit more in depth about these subjects. I'll be sharing a little bit more spiritual stuff in, in relation to this, a little bit more science, um, and it's going to be magical. It's going to be really great. If you'd like to participate, um, it will be, um, through zoom, there will be a replay available if you cannot make it. Um, uh, as I said, this is a free teaching. Um, all I need is an email address and, um, my email is aligned dash healing at outlook.com. You can send me your email and saying that you want to get on the, on the list for it. Um, and it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be in two weeks, um, February 20th. I should probably memorize the dates of my own event. Um, but if you'd like to join us for that, you're more than welcome. Um, I'd be happy to have you and we'll be diving into the subject a little bit more. I hope today brought some insight and some inspiration to you. Um, I hope that it has brought you, um, some new ways of grounding down and, and integrating wholeness into your life. And I hope that each and every one of you have an absolutely magical day. Love and light fam.